yeah, when people were kind of like, yeah, we want this hanging in our house, you know, I don't think you get much more personal than that. Welcome to another episode of the Glasgow podcast. So today I've got on Jordan Clark from the Instagram page, Jordan Clark Artwork, sorry. Jordan, how are you doing today? Um, good, thanks, Gary. How's yourself? Yeah, good, mate. Good, mate. And again, thank you for obviously coming on and, and sharing your story. Um, I suppose that the, the first thing for obviously anybody listening who maybe hasn't been online, hasn't seen some of your work, if you can give us a, a kind of overview of, of what you do. Yeah, um, so the artwork really, uh, I suppose the, the easiest way to describe it is it's kind of um, pop art mixed sometimes with a bit of abstract work. Uh, do abstract work as well, although having done a lot uh, recently, it's, it's mostly been my... Uh, my pop art, uh, more recently, kind of mashup pieces. Mm-hmm. So the mashup pieces are kind of like I suppose my most popular one so far has been my my uh, Glasgow one, mm-hmm. and just a mixture of things that that people like and love about Glasgow, mm-hmm. which is obviously where I'm from. And um, I've uh, since that came out, I've I've lost count of the amount that I've been asked to do. Um, <laughs> They're all kind of on their way. Uh, so, like really random ones, you know. There's there's been there's been other cities that I'm going to be doing, countries as well. Um, but there's been some really uh, random ones which I can't actually really talk about because they're for gifts. Ah, right, uh, okay, okay. So that's the only thing. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, like once they're posted online, yourself and anyone else who looks will see how kind of random they are. Uh, but they're meaningful to mm-hmm. someone else. Yeah, yeah. Um, so obviously not to everyone's taste, but it's it's going to be uh, you know special and for the person it's for. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's kind of have like a, a a couple of different ways of doing stuff. You know, sometimes I'll I'll have a, you know some sometimes something will will kind of pan out well first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like a sketching process. Um, sometimes the finished piece isn't far off what it was kind of drafted up to to look like. Yeah. Um, so you know, the, I I just kind of go with stuff until it it looks all right to me. And then the flip side of that is sometimes I'll I'll be doing you know really clean you know tidy looking things mm-hmm. um, for lack of a better word. Uh, so. Yeah, I think there's 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 quite a range, but it is more. I would I would say I always, if, if anyone ever asks me what kind of stuff I do, I always kind of say pop art because I think that is just the people have a general idea what pop art is, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's kind of what I would say. Yeah, I mean, I think obviously looking looking at your stuff online, I think people would struggle to not find something that they like because there is such a range of, of different things and as you say there is obviously things there that probably tell a story for people that have, that have asked to, to get ordered. I suppose from, from from my side what I was kind of curious about is where it all kind of started for you and then how you got to the space you're in now. Well it kind of I've always been interested in art from being really young like I was I was always a always enjoyed drawing and not so much painting mm-hmm. um it was more just drawing yeah uh, 
even in high school, I remember like the kind of earlier years of high school, it was any kind of anything that we were really like doing, like kind of early stages of building portfolios and stuff like that for, for the end of year work um, and any exams and you know standard grades or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it was always mostly like pen and pencils that I used and drawings, not so much paint. Right. Um, but I got more into that as I kind of got older. But I think it all kind of started uh, when I first when I bought my first flat. You know, kind of it was a, a an old tenement flat, mm-hmm. so the living room was massive. Right. Uh, you know, really high ceilings and and whatnot. So I really wanted to kind of fill the space with artwork. And looking around at stuff, I, I wasn't really, you know, there was the odd thing that I did buy and, and you know, I would stick it in a frame or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there was stuff that I'd seen out there that I was, I, I had either thought, I reckon I could try my hand at that and and kind of not better it, but do something more to my, my liking, you yeah. know. So yeah. take an idea and kind of add my own kind of twist on it. Mm-hmm. So I suppose that's where it, it kind of started, you know, kind of trying to fill the, the space uh, in the flat and mm-hmm. kind of, it was neutral colours that was in it, you know, it was mm-hmm. kind of like greys and white. So I, I really wanted to brighten the place up. So, yeah, I battered out a few different kind of, uh, smaller scale drawings and then bigger things and uh, just posted them on my Facebook page one day mm-hmm. and uh, a few people had, you know, it's just family and friends obviously from, yeah. from Facebook uh, a few people had caught their attention and, you know, it started that I started getting people asking me to, you know do, like, draw a picture of me and my dog and yeah. <laughs> just like really random things or you know people were just asking me to do something that I'd done for myself you Mm -hmm. know and it kind of it started from if you buy me the canvas or if you buy me the frame or whatever I'll I'll get it sorted for you kind of thing yeah and were you Uh, were you surprised by that that there was people that were then wanting to kind of look to buy things off you or were you confident in kind of what you were producing that yeah people would have an interest in it well yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm still surprised uh, when people buy, you know, the, oh, really? the fact that Even people... Even now, yeah? Yeah, I, the fact that people like my stuff is enough for me to... Yeah. That, that that makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I get a, a buzz from that. But, yeah, when people were kind of like, yeah, we want this hanging in our house, you know, I don't think you get much more personal than that. No, you know, you've got something that you've put hard work into hanging up in someone's bedroom, living room, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people would then, it, it then escalated from there. It was people were buying them for gifts and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's uh, it's always been a buzz. Um, I don't think I'll ever get old. Someone said the other day to me, um, I've done a few pieces around uh, a couple of venues and the city centre. And, yeah. You know, somebody said, you must be really proud of yourself, like seeing your stuff popping up everywhere. And it's like, I'll never not be like that. Will always be, uh, you know, a a, a buzz for me. So, and was that just companies or or people coming to you and asking you to then do commissions for for places like that as well? Was that just through like your social media and stuff? Well, yeah. Like, I mean, all I 
all I've got is my, my Instagram and my Facebook page just now. Mm-hmm. That's how I get any work. You know, if I'm, if I'm getting approached, Dockyard Social, for example, I, I done, I painted one of my, uh, I, I done an original picture mm-hmm. of, and it was, it was like a Banksy-inspired picture. Uh, it was basically the Banksy, you know, the guy that's throwing the, the bunch of flowers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like the protester. Uh-huh. Um, it's basically him throwing a cone onto the Duke of Wellington. Right. Uh, so I just came up with it one day. I just uh, I just thought it would look cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, just threw it in a bit of uh, A3 paper. And uh, I'd been dying to like do it on a bigger scale, like a kind of Banksy-esque kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And that all came about with... Uh, so when I'd done my, my Glasgow print, my girlfriend and I were uh, lying in bed one night and... You know, I was I was blown away by the response when I had done the original picture. Mm-hmm. I, you know, people were messaging me straight away. Can I get a print of it? Um, blah blah blah. Can I see about the original? Whatever. So we were lying in bed one night and we were kind of going out. Right, it's time to kind of take this to the next level. You can't always have somebody approach you. You've kind of got to get your name out there and yeah. and kind of stick your neck out. And you know the worst anyone can say to you is no mm-hmm. you're not interested or whatever so I'd, I had a message I've lost count of the amount of people I've messaged uh, most of which pied me <laughs> uh, but that's that's. I mean I'm, I'm, I don't you know it doesn't really matter you know people did respond to me and one of them was Dockyard Social uh, right. Kyle so Kyle's the founder he's he's the guy that runs the place um, and I'd basically said to him see if I get a a print to you, a frame print, would you post it on your page? Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, yeah. So, you know, he said, that'd be brilliant. Um, come by whenever you want, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I took it down. Um, he was actually out doing, that. I think he was with suppliers or something like that. Right. But uh, I'd done a wee kind of check-in on, on my Instagram story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he messaged me straight away and he was kind of like, I don't know if he thought I was actually going to do it, right? Um, but he he loved the print. Uh, I, I'm, I think it's in his office. But he had basically said they had a, a wall, the entrance way, the wee co- entrance corridor going into the place. Oh, right, uh, okay, yeah. I so that was a uh, it was Rogue One that done the rest of the stuff, mm-hmm. and they had a, a blank wall that basically I think they were just going to kind of do something with it, just something random with it. Mm-hmm. But he was like, I've got a blank wall here. It's yours now, kind of thing. Like, wasn't? Uh, yeah, I, I was. I, I, I wasn't expecting that, and that's mm-hmm. not why I done it. Like, I simply done it for them to repost it on their page, which yeah. they done as well. Yeah. But he was kind of like, well, I'm all about giving back, kind of thing, and you were nice enough to do that for me. So here's something I can do for you. Mm-hmm. So I kind of. I messed about, I, I, I overthought, I'm a bit of an overthinker and uh, I was trying to think of like the perfect thing to do. thought about this, that and the next thing and uh, we just kind of thought, we, it was kind of a joint decision. My, my girlfriend's really good with all that stuff, She's, she'll tell me, nah, that's not going to work, that doesn't yeah. look great, whatever. Um, so we thought about, <laughs> yeah, ah, yeah. <laughs> um, so we went for it, the the place is, is quite a, you know, that corridor's full of colour. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of the place is, and I thought, 
keep the white background. You know, it's quite a bold picture, and I've got a couple of my prints up beside it. So, you know, that was a case of me, like, uh, kind of just trying to stick my name out there. Yeah. And uh, thankfully, they were they were very obliging, you know, and mm-hmm. they, they gave me that wall. But other things um, I've I've been asked to do, I've uh, you know, for like people that I've known and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, and then I've. Like I've got things hanging up in safe hands barbers, you know, I, I go there and get my hair cut. Yeah. And uh, you know, the the boys that run the place were just, just kinda said to me one day, if you've got prints or whatever, bring them in. Mm-hmm. If we like them, we'll put them up. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal if they don't, kind yeah. of thing. So they've got stuff hanging up in there. And uh, again, I put up an Instagram story one night last year. Uh, I had so much artwork kind of sitting there mm-hmm. um, with the intention of doing an art show. Yeah. But it was kind of starting to take up space, like too much space. Mm-hmm. So um, I put a, a story up again, just basically saying if any businesses um, are looking for artwork to hang uh, in, their, in their, their workspaces, give me a shout kind of thing. Yeah. Um, we can put them up for sale or we can discuss purchase or whatever mm-hmm. and bold salon um, in the merchant city yep um, uh-huh. they they responded to me pretty quickly and uh, before i knew it i'd arranged to to meet um with Sarah and we we got all the stuff in and um you know there's still quite a bit hanging up there mm-hmm. um some of it sold i think a good few bits in it have have sold you know so which is obviously a, a bonus um for me mm-hmm. um but yeah i think it's been a mixture of like me approaching people and other people approaching me you know i've I've done some work for team chain fitness in the, the east end of glasgow it's uh yeah i've seen that on your instagram it looks amazing that was it the, yeah. the rocky one yeah. yeah so like it's a massive gym that they've got it's mm-hmm. a massive it's like a big double unit they've got. And I used to work with, with Chris, one of the, the owners, and he had been saying, right, we've got ideas of this and ideas of that kind of thing. And we've just been gradually adding to it since. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's, it's been a good mix of, you know, people approaching me and me just putting my name out there because, you know, you've, you've got to do that. I, I can't and, and I don't expect people to just come to me. Yeah. You know, so it's been really good. Um, probably like the, the most recent stuff, um, the kind of the almost the, the game changer, I would call it, um, would be Box Fresh Glasgow. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris had approached myself about doing originally just just one piece. Yeah. Although I think he had thought about doing doing other bits initially, mm-hmm. um, and uh, started doing his his wee bit. Uh, it was a Biggest Smalls with a, it was all a dream kind of quoted next to it, um, with his logo on the ah, right, biggest okay. jumper. Yeah. So we'd sent him like a couple of uh, like kind of in, in process pictures mm-hmm. and he was kind of like, well, that's better than I, I thought it was going to be mm-hmm. kind of thing. So he hit me with another couple of ideas, one of which was the uh, Chicago Bulls uh, from the from the last dance, it was 
Dennis Rodman, Scotty Pippen and Michael Jordan. Yep. But instead of the bulls or the names on the, the, the vests, he was wanting box fresh Glasgow oh, across right, them. Okay. Yep. Which was something a wee bit different again and mm-hmm. um, hadn't ever done. Uh, you know, so, well, actually I had done. I'd done a, a, a Kobe Bryant and a LeBron James years and years ago, but okay. it was something different to what I had been getting asked to do. So he actually picked the stuff up the other day. Um, but when he had seen the stuff, he posted it on his page and it was it was, it was quite mad. You know, the followers started bumping up, the people just scrolling through my page, liking things from, you know, months ago, whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, the advice that he had has given me and still has given me has, has been absolutely brilliant. You know, some of the stuff it was, why didn't I think of that? Like, it was quite obvious. Yeah. Uh, but some of the other stuff, you know, he's he's really been, he's he's went over and beyond. Mm-hmm. Uh, really helped me out with uh, the whole kind of social media thing. Yeah. Um, because for a while, I just, I wasn't really doing much with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's why maybe like you go through wee phases where the interest isn't always as high as it is. Yeah. Like currently. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's you know, I'm getting daily messages and it's it's because I'm posting daily and I'm I'm doing more with the social media stuff. So I the advice that he's gave me's been been amazing. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, that was initially well, I, I, I tell you, I think initially how he seen seen my work was they were doing a, a charity uh, giveaway. Right. They were basically asking for for businesses all over Glasgow to donate to the charity, mm-hmm. and I'd put my name forward. And then I think he's obviously seen my name from there, went through my stuff, started following me, and whatever. And then he contacted me about doing the the biggest smalls one. Right. Which was great, you know. So. And that's I suppose that's went from you offering your services kind of voluntarily as well and it's then had that domino effect yeah aye exactly so uh, you're absolutely right it's, I'm, I'm doing it to help someone else out mm-hmm. initially and then they've turned back and helped me more than they probably realise they have you know yeah definitely I know you so obviously um, you were saying there that you, you've got a lot of advice from them as well but what do you think the maybe not just one certain thing, but what's the kind of best advice you, you've been given on your, your kind of journey with it so far? Well, I've, I've had a, I've had a few wee bits here and there. I remember uh, a few years ago, I'd, I'd kind of chanced my arm, like, see, just visiting uh, galleries and things like that. Yeah. Um, I got talking to a gallery owner one day and he asked to see some of my stuff. Mm. And don't get me wrong, it was stuff at the time that, I've never put anything out there that I'm not happy with. Yeah. Um, this the stuff that I had shown him was actually all stuff that was hanging in my flat anyway. But right. um, he was kind of like, yeah, I like it. It's it's not my cup of tea, but it's good. It's it, like it's nice work kind mm-hmm. of thing. But it's uh, like you can't just keep rattling out these big things. Yeah. Because uh, there were big like ninety by ninety canvases. Um, he he had said that the print market is what you should be looking at because if you do a print run of you know you could do an unlimited print run mm-hmm. where you uh, in an ideal world you sell like a million prints you know 
or you do like an addition of I don't know, like 10, 50, 100 or whatever, mm-hmm. and you market them. And, you know, once you've done the work, once you've paid to have them print or whatever, mm-hmm. printed whatever, um, it's like that, that's like a, you can use the money from that as like an income and money to do other pieces and just continue the cycle from there. Yeah. Which, you know, I was a wee bit above this then. I, I just, always assumed that the money would be in an original piece of work mm-hmm. but at, particularly back then and still even now like the money that I'm charging for like a, a bigger piece mm-hmm. you know if I was to turn around and, and sell 20, 30, 40, 50 prints of you know said piece mm-hmm. you would make more money off the prints than you would the actual original piece oh, of artwork right, okay um, so I thought that was that. I mean, that was really good advice, you know. But I suppose uh, other bits of advice, just like get your stuff out there, do mm-hmm. whatever you can. So like I, I done like a, I used to do like a comic shows. Uh, oh, like Comic Con big... and things like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so that was, I mean, that was a that was a real eye opener. Like the guy that ran it, Ian, he uh, still well, he still does run it. It's uh, the big comic. Con Glasgow, mm-hmm. uh, he had basically said, you know, I hadn't done anything like that before. It was the first time I'd ever kind of displayed my stuff yeah. um, in public, and uh, I just asked him like, what, what should I expect, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So he told me, you know, that most of the vendors get their st- like their table setups from uh, Wayfair and all that kind of stuff. He sent me links to all this stuff, which was great. Mm-hmm. And then he basically just said, bring enough stock that. If you sell things, you've got more to put out on your table. Yeah. Like, you don't want to be sitting there with an empty table if, in an ideal world, yeah. everything sells. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's when I got into the, the mindset of, right, oh, it's better to have things than to, to not have them and desperately need them. So, um, when I was getting things printed, I wasn't just getting a couple printed at a time. You know, I was getting like maybe a dozen printed. And still to this day, I've got some of them like hidden away in uh, my garage space. Right. And like now, like my girlfriend is constantly driven crazy by the, the amount of stuff that's <laughs> lying about the house. My car is almost like a, a shed. That's where all my, you know, my boots full of like all my paints and oh, right, yeah. some of my frames and stuff like that up in attics, all my frames and, um, spare canvases and things like that mm-hmm. so I, that was good advice for me but uh, other people would argue uh, in particular my girlfriend that that <laughs> wasn't great advice because uh, I'm, I'm a bit of a hoarder with things as well uh-huh. uh, but uh, it's better to have the stuff than to you know be desperate for yeah, them yeah. Um, especially under the current circumstances where not so much now, but, um, you know, like a, a couple of months ago, like when people were ordering things, I was having to wait for deliveries and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's it's not ideal. I ran out of frames and I couldn't get frames again. So, you know, I stocked up on them when I could get them. Yeah, just so you've not so, got the same situation. Yeah, because then the kind of interest dies down mm-hmm. somewhat. Mm-hmm. In, in, in some cases anyway like some people when they've asked about a printer or whatever they want it framed you know I told them the time scale like I don't expect the frames to be in until 
whatever day it was, I'll contact you once they're here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool, blah, blah, blah. Then you contact them back, then you don't hear back. And, you know, I, again, I'm not taking that personally. It's, I, I dare say if I was waiting forever for something, you might potentially just go, or you, or you might have bought something else, you know. Yeah. So, but, yeah, other other advice, um, you know, from Chris at, at Boxfresh, he's just, he had basically just said, get your name out there, mm-hmm. message people. If I... If a famous face starts following your page, message them. Say you'll cut them a deal. Say you'll, you can work something for them or, or whatever. If you don't ask, you don't get. Exactly, yeah. So, and then just other wee basic things like make sure you're putting things up like your stories and your, if you're working with another business, tag them, get mm-hmm. them to tag you back. When you're, when you're handing over something to someone, get them to repost it on their page, get them to tag you take pictures of it in the house and all that kind of stuff like just just do as much as you can to get your name out there to someone that's never seen it before yeah you know that's something that i never asked for before mm-hmm. um, like i would just give someone their their painting print whatever it was and just thank you very much enjoy it kind of thing yeah it. That. yeah yeah whereas now i'm like get me tagged, <laughs> put it all yeah. in all your socials, um, show your friends kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And do you know what? Every time someone has done it, I've got, uh, uh, even even if it's just a message or that's uh, it's not going to lead anywhere mm-hmm. or, uh, uh, you know, an extra couple of followers or likes on the page, like it's all, like it's all appreciated. You know, it's, um, it's all, you know, just as worthy as someone buying something off me. Yeah. Um, it just keeps so, that exposure going for you as well, doesn't it? It just keeps you it keeps you on topic, I suppose, for, for people. Yeah, exactly. And you know, people might look at my stuff and not fancy anything that I've got there or fancy any of the prints that I've got available. But people will, will then inquire about um how much an original piece would cost mm-hmm. or um they would keep their eyes on the page and then something that they might like does pop up and they're like, Right, that's brilliant and they jump on that. Mm-hmm. You know, so so it's all great. That's that's really good. Like the amount of messages and inquiries that I get, like I say, a lot of them don't lead to anything. Yeah. Which is fine. But the the fact that people are messaging and taking time out their day to inquire about things and and uh, reach out to me is is a uh, is almost enough for me. It's it, it makes me happy to know that people are interested in it. Definitely. So, I mean, from so, from yeah. your side as well, obviously. You've got a lot of good support there around about you to to help you as well. But from a an artist point of view, is there is there any other artists out there that you take inspiration from, or you you can uh, try and incorporate some of their stuff into your own? Or? I think I think there'd be too many to name. Uh, <laughs> like on, I, well, I've got two Instagram accounts. Mm-hmm. I've got a personal page and my art page. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I would say the the vast majority of people that I'm following out with, you know, friends and family, as mm-hmm. artists and uh, art pages, just like uh, sharing platforms and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I kind of get my inspiration from from everywhere, mm-hmm. um, even just random things that aren't related to any kind of artists. Um, you know, I'll, I'll note things down in my my phone if I'm out and about and. Uh, just be constantly on the lookout and speaking about ideas with friends and family and stuff. You know, a lot of the ideas are absolute mints. You know, <laughs> a, a lot of them, like in hindsight, you'd, I'll go into my notes and I'll be like, nah, I'll, 
what, <laughs> what was I thinking there? But um, inspiration-wise, my going to sound boring, like but one of my biggest inspirations was Warhol. Right, still is. Sure, a lot of people will see his stuff in my work, um, and I have used some of his pieces as inspiration and done my own kind of wee jaw dart kind of twist on them. Mm-hmm. But he was he was kind of one of my the the one that I can think of, you know, like kind of first bits of inspiration. Yeah, like I think it was like S three or S four or something like that. We get handed out like booklets and stuff like that, and we were to come up with I can't even remember what it was we were doing, but I always remember just the colours that he used and um, just how striking some of the work was, mm-hmm. and being very very simple at the same time. Yeah, like that was always that. Like I'm I'm big on colour, and I do kind of stick with the same colours. Yeah, uh, a lot of the time, and then it kind of went from there to. Really liked a guy. He's called Jim Lambie. He's actually he's from Glasgow. Okay. I think he still stays in Glasgow. But he does all sorts of stuff. Um, in particular, the stuff that I really liked. It was it was like installation work that he was doing, and it was like kind of he would use vinyl and um, do like the whole floor of like a gallery mm-hmm. with just it was just coloured stripes. That's that's like all it is. Right. But it like follows the shapes of the buildings and in particular if it's like an old kind of Victorian style building, mm-hmm. you know, there's loads of corners, there's loads of shapes and they start, like, it fascinated me how he managed to do it with such like clean cut lines and like the smoothness of it, just how it looked, it just looked amazing mm-hmm. and I based some of my projects on on him. I really like uh, a guy called Pure Evil. Again, a lot of my stuff is is you know, along the same lines, mm-hmm. it's in particular, he does like famous faces, um, but he's got his own wee style, he's got like a kind of teardrop that comes out um, right. of their eyes, and uh, it's really striking, colourful images, yeah. you know, like fairly simple looking mm-hmm. to some people, but just the colour, I just like big splashes of colour. Yeah. Um, so I would say like they're kind of like my main ones, but really there's, there's that many like on on Instagram and stuff like that, and particular, you know, you, I could spend ages just scrolling through pages and, and this random searches and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of go down the rabbit hole sometimes and you find yourself looking at all sorts. Um, but, I mean, there's loads of people that, you know, that aren't famous or by any means that I follow and I really I really like and take take inspiration of, of their work. There's just there's, there's so many really talented people out there that you take inspiration from every day mm-hmm. so no definitely this will probably be a hard question actually given the the amount of stuff that you've done but what's your kind of favorite pieces or, or anything that kind of really sticks out for you for for personal reasons maybe i well this is i get asked this quite a lot and without being cheesy or anything about it see I've never gave someone something that I didn't like myself. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, again, if if I'm doing a picture of you and your dog or whatever, mm-hmm. like, I'm not I'm not going to hang that in my living room. Yeah. But there's a lot of stuff that I've done that you're like, I would hang that up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's important for me that that I'm I like and I'm proud of whatever I put out there. Yeah. You know, I'm not just doing any old thing, and it's very rare for me to just you know, like, start and complete a piece in the one day. Mm-hmm. 
Like I'll take time away from it so that I make sure that I'm, it's not going to be absolute rubbish. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll I'll take a, a bit of time away, work on something else, or just get just clear my head and then go back to it. Yeah. But I suppose. I mean, recent favourites, the the Glasgow one. Yeah. Uh, just simply because I'd done a few of them before. The first one that I'd done was last year, uh, last May. Hi. Round about May last year. I just had an idea of doing like a kind of mishmash of Glasgow, flame, famous kind of Glasgow landmarks kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'd done it. It was on a a big canvas, a metre by a metre. And it kind of just, it just sat. We already had stuff up in the house and it was over at, at my garage. And I had just kind of, it, it was too big and it was going to be too much of a pain for me to get, prints made of but uh i knew that i was going to do like a print version of it mm-hmm. it actually it actually sold uh, two weeks ago and it went down to london and that was like my first kind of bigger original right I, i've had i've sent original artwork all, all over the place but mm-hmm. that was like the first big one that i was really worried about packing up um and uh, it was a bloody fortune to send i think it was, <laughs> I can Aye, it was like it was the best part of seventy pounds, um, just to post it and yeah. have it insured and all that kind of stuff. But I done another couple. I was approached by someone who wanted their own versions, so they wanted their own bits put into it. Right. Um, and then I done another pe- another one for my dad for uh, Father's Day. Mm-hmm. And uh, see, just the amount of interest and the amount of likes and messages and stuff like that I was getting. Yeah. Um, I was like, right, this is the time to just go with the print. So mm-hmm. I sat, it was a Sunday, I sketched it all out. And it was that way that I was, like, while I was doing it, I was like, this is, really, this is cracking, like, I really like this. Mm-hmm. Like, you had I, a good feeling again, about it. Yeah, I definitely. Um, it's kind of weird to describe, like, you're almost, did I do that mm-hmm. kind of thing? Yeah. Um, but once I, I, so I sketched it all out, done the, a, a rough bit of colouring uh, on the Sunday and then I finished it on the Monday and I was like that kind of like people will like this mm-hmm. and, and I was caught uh, I was like really it's the most confident I've been about anything Yeah, and I was like people will like this like there's no way that people won't like this kind of mm-hmm. thing uh, of course not everyone will but yeah. it's not everyone's cup of tea but and you know when I first put it on online um, I was blown away by the response and then chancing my arm and getting it shared. So, like, a couple of Glasgow bloggers shared it on their pages. Mm-hmm. Again, like, the likes and stuff like that, the orders that were coming in, it was just, it was mental. Mm-hmm. It was the, definitely been my most popular piece, and uh, I was delivering them all by hand to begin with. Right. God, that um, must have took some time. Oh, <laughs> I mean, there was, there was one day I was in the car for 10 hours, more than 10 hours. <laughs> And, you, you know, I, I like to keep it personal. I, yeah. I like to see if I can deliver something by hand. But I'll always go out my way to do it. Mm-hmm. But it just got to a point where the orders were still coming in. Right. And, uh, you know, me going out and delivering things, it's taken me away from doing other stuff. Yeah. Um, not even just artwork, you know, like spending time with my family and stuff. Like just be, like having a social life. Yeah. Um, to, to drop stuff off. And, you know, um, 
I started, like, people will come to my house and stuff like that and pick things from me now. Mm-hmm. And uh, people are just as happy to do that. It saves me posting it away and, you know, some predictable, you know, things could get damaged. When yeah. Luckily, nothing like that's ever happened. Things get lost and stuff. But if somebody's going to be close enough to, and happy enough to come to me to get it, mm-hmm. then they can batter in. Still um, keeps that personal touch as well, though, doesn't it? It's Yeah. I, see, even if it's a couple of minutes you're talking yeah. to them for, um, uh, everyone seems to appreciate it. Like, don't get me wrong. Some people will answer their door and thanks very much. appreciate that. Mm-hmm. See you later kind of thing, mm-hmm. which is fine. But a lot of people will stand and take time and invite you in or whatever and really appreciate that personal touch. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would probably say that's, that's, that's one of my favourites. Trying to think, like, there have been quite a few pieces that see when they do go, you're like, I'm, I'm actually quite gutted about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can't hang on to all of them. Yeah. Um, but I do. I, there's nothing that I've put out there that I've, I've not liked. Um, yeah, you've been unhappy with. Yeah, I just, I just, I couldn't do it. I just, I would rather see even if I hang on to something. And somebody's messaging me, kind of like you're taking forever here. Mm-hmm. I would rather have that than to just batter something out there that I'm not happy with. Yeah, I'd say that's probably my favourite piece for a number of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but apart from that, like I, I hold everything quite. You know, I, I hold them all up there. Yeah. Um, no, I can understand why because they're all. As I say, it's it's not even obviously before I'd spoke to you and I'm looking through them all and I'm like these are amazing and you just look I think it is that the ones that are kind of tailored and they're personalised and they probably tell their own story so you're, you're not really looking at the same thing all the time yeah mm-hmm. and it just makes I, a big difference it's, I suppose it kind of on social media as well you, you want things to kind of set you out from everybody else and I think I think you do that right well thanks I, 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 I appreciate that it is kind of is something I try to do mm-hmm. uh, the, the market is probably quite saturated with anyone can paint a picture of you know, one that I always get asked to do is Marlon Monroe right. like, there's a million people that have done that mm-hmm. um, but if there's a way that I can do it that's just a wee bit different and people would look at it and associate it with me mm-hmm. then that's enough for me, you know, that's my my job kind of done Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, if it's you know, I've had people say that kind of looks like your kind of stuff and all that, if they see it somewhere mm-hmm. or if they see it in someone's house. You know, I've had people messaging me and saying, I was around at such and such's house and they've got one of your paints hanging up. And <laughs> it's quite mad. And they're like, I knew straight away because I don't do like a big, something that I don't like is a big, massive signature. Although I do have on some of my things, like there's a, like you can visibly see draw dart on it. Yeah. But, not everything. I think, see if it's not going to look right on the thing, mm-hmm. I'll put a small signature on it, or like my abstract pieces, I'll put my signature on the side of the canvas. Right. Because I just feel like it takes a bit of attention away from the picture of the painting itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if somebody looks at something that's not even got my name on it, and they say, that's a, that's one of yours, isn't it? And you're kind of like, oh, yeah. Like, um, that means a lot that people would notice that. Yeah, definitely. And I, I so suppose... Now, as you as you said there as well, it is a saturated market, and and the following that you've kind of built through obviously having only had your your Facebook and your Instagram, 
what what do you what do you put your own success down to from from looking at it from your own point of view? Um, I I think very recently anyway. Um, last year wasn't wasn't my greatest year ever for a number of reasons, but um, uh, the year before that uh, rather, but um, I kind of. I stepped away from what I'm doing just now and I was trying too hard to be kind of something that I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I was trying to have more of a niche than I've already kind of, that, that, that was already there. Yeah. You know, I had a vision in my head of of other things that I could be and I don't know if it was just beyond me or if it just wasn't meant to be. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the amount of time, money that I spent on trying to be too different. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it was a waste of time, and for a long time I didn't put new stuff out there. It was kind of, it's kind of stuff that I'd done before, and it was kind of like throwbacks that I was putting online and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And um, and because my stuff wasn't changing as as much as I was wanting it to, when I was getting orders, I wasn't posting them, and I don't know why. I'd, I think I was just being a bit weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but yeah. uh, you know, again, my girlfriend Louise, she's she's always been. Um, my biggest support and she just said one day like all this stuff works mm-hmm. the reason you get asked to do Marlon Monroe or uh, Biggie Smalls is one that I always get asked to do because of one piece that I've done of them yeah. um, she's like the, pe- the reason people ask you for different versions of them like even just different colours or whatever is because you're good at them mm-hmm. you know, and people like them yeah. so see if it's not broke don't fix it exactly. kind of thing yeah so i think this year anyway has been i've been putting out my best work i, th- I think mm-hmm. um and i think it's just if, every time you do a, another piece i think you do just get a wee bit better and you do just kind of grow in confidence a wee bit more yeah so i think in recent times anyway the reason it's kind of it's starting to kind of gain a wee bit more popularity is because I'm just keeping it simple and just doing what I do. Yeah. Just kind of like staying through to, to all of that instead of trying to push the boat out and be a wee bit more different, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, like I've just kind of embraced what I'm good at and um, I'm just going with it and I'll just, I'll, I'll run with that for as long as I can. Yeah. You know, it might not last forever, but while it does, I'll, I'm certainly looking to kind of make the most of that. Definitely. And for, obviously for yourself, obviously, you, you said that you put out your kind of best work this year. What What's what's your own hopes for the future kind of going forward with everything? So I, I suppose uh, working more with small and or uh, big businesses, mm-hmm. um, you know, local businesses, you know, the, the things that I'm getting asked to do now, you're having businesses approach you and asking you to do something for their workspaces or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something different for me as well. Yeah. Um, and that's quite exciting. Uh, like, for example, next week or the following week, there's a barber shop, very local to me, actually. Um, they're going to have like a massive wall in their place. Kind of, It's going to be quite similar to my, my Glasgow print, but it's going to be more kind of a Scottish theme. Right. Like that's, you know, something different for me. And I don't know how many people are going to see it because it is, you know, it's going to be a busy barber shop, you mm. know. Yeah. But yeah, doing doing work with uh, 
with other businesses and helping them out because if, if that's going to be something that people go to check out or even just visit their page or whatever just because they've, that's caught their eye mm-hmm. and if they get business from it that's brilliant and you know if I get more business from it then we're all winners definitely but I've got a couple of things I don't cringe in a wee bit uh, <laughs> I, I can't give away but I've got a couple of things that are going to be a couple of uh, paintings going out to famous people basically nice. uh, right. basically again I'm not expecting to get like a million followers or yeah. be a millionaire from it or whatever mm-hmm. but um, just the fact that I've got things going out to higher profile people yeah. um, it's not going to do you any harm is it? <laughs> no it's not and I feel comfortable about it like I'm not really I'm not worrying about any of them mm-hmm. Um which I thought I would be because, like I said before, I'm I'm a, an overthinker and I'm a bit of a worrier. Mm-hmm. But these things, like I, I do have confidence in them, yeah. and I'm kind of just viewing it like I'm not getting ahead of myself. Nothing might come of them, yeah, you know. But um, just the fact that these things will be going to to these guys absolutely blows my mind, yeah. Um, and you know, I'll be proud of that alone. Like I say, if, even if nothing comes of it, but yeah, that's like something that obviously, if I was if I was to do things for kind of higher profile like celebrities or whatever, mm-hmm. like that that's that's like kind of dream come true material, you know. Yeah. Um, but see, just to continue doing things and you know people moving houses and or where they stay currently, people are saying right, we really want one of your your pictures up on the wall, like, could you do this and could you do that? And just to have people to still have the confidence in me. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it's testament to what you're doing. Yeah, that's all I really, like, truthfully want. Just, like, a, just a steady amount of, of people remaining interested in, in ordering stuff from me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's enough for me. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, to just, to just keep growing from what I'm doing just now and potentially having the, the problem of needing a bigger space or whatever and having to get a, a larger unit or whatever yeah. um, like that would be good and, and getting things in galleries I've spoke to people and people are interested in stuff but I've just not quite made the jump yet just because I've been busy with other things mm-hmm. but that's something that, again that I'm working towards right now so you know to have things in galleries and in, in shops and things like that is is something that I'm aiming towards and will hopefully be happening very soon. Fingers crossed, mate. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, right, last, last thing I'm going to ask you, you've been brilliant for, for, for keeping with me this long. I always ask people when, when they come on, and it's it's probably more around, I think in Glasgow there's a lot of people that are doing brilliant things that everybody might not necessarily know about. So I will always ask the question if there's anyone out there that you think would be good to come on and, and have a good story to share or someone that does a lot of stuff that goes under the radar or anybody really that you want to take in a plug or, or champion their cause and we'll, we'll try and get them on. But, uh, yeah, um, there's, there's loads, loads of people in, in Glasgow that are, are doing well and I really admire. A guy, a, a, a friend of mine, uh, Jonathan Burns, he's... He, he runs JB Woodworks, mm-hmm. Jonathan Burns uh, Woodworks. So he does all sorts. So from like watch boxes 
he makes clocks, he does, he, he fits, he's, he's fitted out um, a couple of cafes and restaurants and things like that. Right. Signage for places, uh, like his stuff's brilliant. Mm. Uh, I, I bought my dad a, a watch box, um, I think it was the year before last, uh, from him. And it's just, it's different classes stuff. So he, he like, like personalises these things and he's got like Harris Tweed and stuff like that. Nice. Stuff's really, really good. Mm. And um, he, he started out in his mum and dad's garage. Right. Um, like he'd, he'd moved out and, and stuff, but he was doing the work from there. Mm-hmm. And uh, he basically, he'd, he'd, he's, he's built like this beautiful workspace out in his, his garden. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the, some of the stuff that he does is just, it's, it's cracking. Yeah. Like, uh, it's really, really good. If I was more of a watch person, I'm not really into anything like that. But yeah. I've got a few ideas of something I'm going to ask him to do for me. Mm-hmm. Um I would have more of his stuff, you know, but, um, I mean, he posts stuff all over the world uh, on a regular basis, and I think just his stuff, you know, it's all made by him, everything's Mm -hmm. done by him, he doesn't have anyone else that works for him or anything like that, like, he's a one-man band, and um, he's just a a really nice guy as well, um, which is a bonus, I mean, you don't don't need to be a nice guy to to have someone buy something from you or whatever, Mm -hmm. but just the fact he's a nice guy and he, he cares about his product and you know i've never seen him put something out there that i'm like well yeah uh, like everything he puts out there is really really good mm-hmm. um so i would say him okay. um obviously i would say bro uh, box fresh chris he's he's brilliant again uh, back to jonathan he he quit his job and all that kind of stuff uh, oh, quite a while thing yeah yeah, just right. because it had kind of grown arms and legs. Uh-huh. Um, same with uh, Chris from Boxfresh. He mm. had, he, you know, had to give up because he was just that that popular. And he does work for you know high profile people, and his stuff's brilliant, you know. And again, he's he's really busy. Yeah, uh, they're everywhere I, just now, aren't they? Yeah, I don't think they've ever not been busy. Yeah. Um, and like I say, see for him to give me some pep talks and just tell me wee things to do. Mm-hmm. Like he, d- he didn't need to do any of that with me. Yeah. Um, and he probably didn't have the time, uh, in all honesty, to, to sit and do that. Mm-hmm. So I think not only are like, these guys putting out good products, but they're, they're also good guys. Yeah. You know? And probably say the guys that uh, say fans like Condé, uh, the guy that cuts my hair, I've known Condé since uh, primary school. Mm-hmm. He does work like uh, teaching other trainee barbers and stuff like that. And right. He's done stuff at shows and stuff like that. He's uh, he's good at like, doing all the kind of teaching stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he quite likes doing the kind of educational stuff, which I don't think anyone really, like. Well, I, I don't think it's recognised as much as it probably should be. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of people just view uh, you, you go and get your hair cut and that's it. Mm-hmm. But um, I'll I'll go ahead and same with, with all the guys in there. You know they're all cracking guys. They you know they all uh, they all sit and chat and have a laugh with you and that. And uh, you, you're getting well taken care of. You know you're not just getting your your hair ripped off and mm-hmm. chucked out yeah. for minutes or whatever. You know they're, they're like proper spend some time and chat to you and all that kind of stuff. And they've got they've got their two shops in the town and like i say it's just a just a cool place and 
you know, they they've helped me out with putting stuff up in the walls and stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know, they'll always ask you about yourself and, and just see how you're getting on kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Hit you with ideas and things like that. So they're like kind of my, my standout guys that, you know, I, I keep in regular contact with and mm-hmm. that, that I think are all really, really good at what they do. Yeah, yeah. I'll need to drop them all a wee message and see if I can get some of them on. Because I, I, I yeah. think it's good because there is... I think it's good for people to, as much as they might look at a, an Instagram page or a, a Facebook page, it's good for people to see the actual graph that goes into to getting someone to that position rather than thinking it's just a, a case of you've just started doing these drawings and they've automatically became an overnight success. Do you know what I mean? I think it's good for people to see the real story behind it. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, I mean, things go wrong all the time and that's the that's the part that people don't see. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just all about kind of sticking with it, and it'll all come good at, at some point. So yeah, um, just the way everything is, you, you know, people usually post the things that are going right, mm-hmm. and the, the end product. I don't see the kind of whatever's behind all that. Yeah, um, I know that all these guys and you know myself. You work hard and you're you're proud of what you do, mm-hmm. kind of thing. So it's it's good to see uh, people doing well, and all those guys are, are are really good with with myself and other people, you know. And mm-hmm. it's nice to see other people want to see people do well. If you know what I mean? Definitely, definitely. I think it always helps. It always helps. Jordan, it's been brilliant, mate. Um, I've really really enjoyed it, and I've no doubts that you'll be smashing it over the next couple of years. As I say, your your stuff's brilliant and. Obviously, anybody listening, I would encourage you to go and have a look at the, the Instagram pages. The, the, the work's just tremendous. Um, and again, mate, thank you for, for coming on. It's obviously, I know you're, you're a busy man, but I, I appreciate you doing it. No, thank you. Thank you for your time. Sorry if I, I'm a bit of a rambler at no, times, so sorry if I, not at all. I sometimes go off in tangent. Well, always go off in a tangent. <laughs> uh, but I, uh, no, it's been good. This is my first time I've done something like this so so thanks very much for having me on and all the best with your work as well superb mate appreciate it and I'll, I'll speak to you soon alright no cheers, worries cheers Jordan thank thanks you mate again.